Hey, my friends, welcome to another episode of today's TLC. As a faithful Christian wanting to focus this season on Christ, talking with my children about Santa has always been a little tricky at my house. But recently, something happened that made me want to put on my emotional gloves, fully ready to take out Santa in a boxing match. Now, this doesn't get graphic, but you might want to throw in some earbuds to avoid little ears, if you know what I'm saying. All right, here's what happened. Last week, my husband and I took our four little boys to our neighborhood Christmas party, and it's something they look forward to every year. My littlest ones were saying, is there going to be the sleigh ride and the hot chocolate and the crafts? They were so excited. My four-year-old even turned to me and said, mom, is Santa going to be there? Now, he's just barely old enough to start recognizing who Santa is and what's going on. So this was the first time he was anticipating seeing Santa. So I got a little bit of that wonder and excitement too. And as we walked up and saw Santa sitting there with Mrs. Claus and a nice, big, beautiful chair and backdrop, I thought to myself, they did a really good job this year. I'm actually excited to meet that Santa. So we did that right away. We got in line and I watched as my four-year-old's face lit up in anticipation. And we waved to our friends and our neighbors coming in to join the party. It was just full of the Christmas magic. Soon it was our turn to go up and take family pictures with Santa. And this Santa was really invested in each child's experience. He took time to really ask them what they wanted, take pictures with each kid and with all of us as a family, and I just felt grateful for this sweet Santa. Then at the end, when we were about to walk away, he gathered my children and said, I have one last question for you. And I was all excited to see what Santa was going to say. With anticipation, we all waited as Santa looked at me and my husband, and then with a smirk looked at my children and said, Which one is naughty or nice, mom or dad? Well, it didn't take my kids long to turn to dad and say, dad's the naughty one, dad's the naughty one. Hearing this, Santa picked up a pillow that had one side that said naughty and one side that said nice. And he handed the naughty side to my husband and told him to sit down and take a picture with him. My husband, laughing a little, complied and sat down and took this picture with Santa. Then he handed me the nice pillow and had me sit down and take a picture. And in the moment, we all just kind of went with the flow. We laughed a little bit, said, thanks, Santa, for helping us and taking pictures. And we went on our way to do all the other fun things that they had planned at the activity. Well, I hadn't thought about it much in that moment, but it has been on my mind a lot since that moment. Especially when a few days later, my six-year-old son started singing a silly song about how dad is naughty and mom is nice. That was the moment that I put on my emotional boxing gloves and wanted to take out that Santa. I also felt a ton of regret for not advocating for truth in that moment. I could have taught my children about how amazing their father was and how damaging labels could be and that there is no naughty list or nice list that Santa is categorizing the people of this world. But I can tell you that when I heard my son singing that song, I stopped in the middle of my phone conversation and I told him what was true. 
that dad is not naughty, that no one is naughty or nice. People make naughty choices and nice choices, but the choices are not who they are. Putting labels on people isn't kind, and the labels simply aren't true. But unfortunately, it is a very common message in our world, especially in media. We see labels about men being dumb or lazy or inconsiderate, and women being objectified or shown as overly sensitive or immature. And these labels are not helping our society. They're not helping our children, and they're not helping the way that we see ourselves. You might be thinking to yourself, well, yeah, that's the media, but I don't think those things. My friend, while you might not think the same type of labels as the media, most of us have labels about ourselves in our everyday life. One frustrating label that comes up over and over again in life after therapy as I'm helping amazing women like you is the simple thought, am I being healthy? Now, it might seem innocent, but if you zoom out and think about how that question feels, there's this underlying message that it should be one way, that you have to be doing certain things to qualify for that label. If you don't, then you default to being unhealthy. Just think about it. The stereotypical unhealthy looks like this. Eating a tub of ice cream when you're sad or yelling at your kids, not controlling your anger, not following through with your commitments again. You just can't seem to do it. When we label ourselves as unhealthy, when we do these behaviors, it gives so much room for shame. And then guess what happens? We talk negatively about ourselves. Those feelings build. And then we have a desire to do the same behaviors that we just said were unhealthy. Or let's flip that coin and think about doing the healthy things that we label as good. Like saying no to the ice cream or being very calm when we want to yell at our kids or doing every little thing right so that we make sure we check off all the boxes. Then we pat ourselves on the back and say, you're healthy, good job. The problem here is we're still categorizing ourselves as unhealthy or healthy. And when we can check the box saying that we're healthy, we feel like we're lovable and we have value. But the minute we step into that unhealthy box, it's so easy to be unkind to yourself and get into that negative loop. My friend, please do not fall for this lie. There is no one right way to be healthy or one right way to be unhealthy. You do not fit in one of those two categories. Please don't label yourself with this all or nothing thinking. It will keep you stuck. Like one of my sweet clients who is just starting to shift into a new focus in her life after therapy. In her first few sessions with me, I noticed that she kept saying things like, I'm just angry. I get it from my dad. And then she'd beat herself up about what she did when she was angry. The problem is when she believes she's angry or she's just like her dad, the growth stops there. You can't change something that you believe is just the way that you are. It categorizes you into a corner and you get stuck. But I love that woman and I wanted her to see what was true. So I invited her to explore and shift some of her thinking 
to realize that her thoughts about herself were what was creating the anger. She believed that she was an angry person, and so she showed up like an angry person. Instead of practicing that lie, we talked about her eternal worth and how anger doesn't fit in who she really is. It's just something she's practiced doing. Then we had this awesome moment where her eyes just started to light up and she said to me, it can all change, can't it? I don't have to keep feeling like this because I can change my focus. And that moment, I just was full of joy. I saw it click in her mind because she believed that she could change her focus. But it wasn't changing who she is. Her worth didn't change. Just her ability to see it did. When we label people and label ourselves, we forget who they are, who they really are, who you really are. You are not healthy or not healthy, naughty or nice. You are a daughter of God, supported by the gift of his son, Jesus Christ, who we are celebrating this Christmas season and guided every single day by a loving spirit. When we remember that, all the labels fall off. And my friend, that would be a beautiful gift to yourself and to Christ this Christmas to drop the labels, remember your eternal value, and share that love with the people around you. I've seen the change that that has in my own life. I've seen it in my client who believes she doesn't have to be angry anymore. And I know it's possible for you. As you label the gifts under your tree this Christmas, remember the truth about labels and the truth about you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, my friend. Thanks for listening today. Are you getting my TLC Tuesday emails? They are filled with tips, insights, and invitations to help you add light to your life. Go to thelightcoach.com forward slash subscribe and make sure you're included because big things are coming and I don't want you to miss them. Together, we can create confidence and clarity in life after therapy.